Drip, drip, drop. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes. Baby Dame Dollar here, trailblazing dimes everywhere. I don't want to boast, but I'm dropping dimes from coast to coast. Dropping dimes everywhere, like I just don't care. I'm dropping dimes on the bike, on the stairs. I'm even dropping dimes on my teddy bear. Welcome back to a special two-part edition of Dropping Dimes, probably the last Dropping Dimes podcast to ever grace this planet. I'm your host, Noah Cooper, joined by my co-host, Perry Randall III, for likely one final episode. Perry, haven't talked to you in a while. How you been? What you been up to? What it do, baby? Ain't <laughs> that what Kawhi was saying, man? Something like that. No, I'm good, man. Uh post-grad life finally finished school so i'm adjusting but i feel great how you been i've been all right man i'm just i'm you know honestly pretty tired of school right now but um you know we still have i think three weeks left before the semester's over so I, i'm i'm trying to hold out for as long as i possibly can right now <laughs> hey how you been adjusting to uh alumni life so far oh man it's great i do some PTHD, post traumatic homework disorder. <laughs> Every night, I'll be like, I'm So, it's just adjusting to that, but it's a big sigh of relief because you kind of focus on the stuff that you want to do instead of the stuff that you have to do. You know, and I've been seeing you a lot on social media lately with your NBA videos. Kind of talk to me about um, where that idea came from and, and uh, how that's been treating you so far. Well, whenever I was a student at Northwest, I would casually make videos and now uh, I'm graduated. I was like, I still want to kind of talk about basketball before I make my next career move. So I was like, hey, I used to do this at the rec center. Let me just do this now. I have a MacBook and I've just been making NBA videos. That way I can still get my voice out there, especially with all this quarantine going on. You still got to stay active, mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to build your resume. So I've just been making videos, and they've been pretty successful. Yeah, you know, I saw you had um, a couple retweets, it looked like, from some um, NBA players out there. Dwayne Wade, Kendrick Perkins reached out to you. What was it like um, to know that those two players in particular and maybe even others saw your content? Uh, well, for one, I've always been an ambitious guy, so I kind of set that bar for myself, and I expect for that stuff to happen. So when I see it happen, it doesn't really surprise me, but it's always cool when it happens. But um, it actually happened really late at night. I don't know why these guys are up so late, but they it happened like at 2 a.m. <laughs> and I look at my phone, and my phone's just blowing up. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Got to put those notifications on pause for a second. <laughs> Right, and then I look and I see like, oh snap, Ken, uh, Kendrick Perkins, Dwayne Wade. Oh man, this is this dope. But like I said, it's not really too much of a surprise because I mean that's what you want to happen when you make some of this stuff. But at the same time, it's still always cool because you've been watching these guys since you were a little kid, and it just gives me the courage and the the uh, inspiration to keep on doing what I'm doing. So Perry, you talked about quarantine earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of been something in the NBA that has, you know, loomed heavy over the last month and a half. Kind of take me back to that Jazz Thunder game in OKC. I believe it was on March 11th, March 12th, about a month and a half ago. Kind of what were you up to when you heard the news that Rudy Gobert had been tested positive for COVID-19 and basically the NBA getting 
postponed immediately after. Kind of what was your reaction, initial reaction to that news? Well, first of all, don't get me started on the foolishness from Rudy Gobert. Let's not get started on his malarkey that he was doing in the locker room, touching all the microphones. I don't know what was wrong with that, man. He must have been on the most high. But I'm going to leave him alone. But other than that, uh, you know, I was getting ready for a Kings game. I really don't remember who they were about to play, but they were they were playing that night, and I was excited to watch it. But I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I never really take this stuff seriously, and that's my fault. But then as the stuff gets serious, more serious, you kind of realize how serious all this is getting. And, of course, when the NBA shut down, I'm like, man, this stuff is for real. And then, of course, I'm working, and, and you know, we were told not to come in anymore because we're not, quote-unquote, essential workers. I'm like, oh, man, this stuff is crazy. <laughs> and then, um, you know, just the NBA is something that I love to watch, and, that, and then seeing it slow down and then eventually come to a full stop, I'm like, oh, man, this stuff is crazy, so. Um, the message that I got from it and I hope that everybody else gets from it is to take this stuff seriously and just stay home. Do you feel like the season will continue after this? Do you feel like there's an avenue where the season can still open up here, you know, whether it's June or July or um, even August probably at the latest? Um, from the discussions that I've been hearing as far as like resuming, the season in Las Vegas with no fans, all the teams playing in one arena. It sounds like it's very possible, but I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen. I actually wouldn't be mad if it didn't happen just because this break, it throws everybody off. Guys mm-hmm. like Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jason Tatum, these guys, they don't have a basketball hoop at home. It was kind of surprising, but they don't have a hoop at home, so um, – compare those guys to a guy like LeBron James, who of course has his own court inside of his house, you know, they're going to be on two different times as far as their conditioning and the reps that they've been getting in within the past few months. So it's kind of unfair and you want it to be consistent for everybody, but at the same time, you can't really control that in everybody's personal lives. But uh, I wouldn't be mad if it didn't uh, resume, but at the same time, of course, I'm a, a a crazy NBA fan, so if it does come back, I'll be very happy. But the last dance is it's pulling us over because them first episodes, <laughs> man, it got me ready to watch the next two. I tell you that. Hey, we'll get to that later, Perry. That's 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 later up on the timeline. But that was kind of my next question for you. You know, you talked about. Um, the playoffs, what we can expect moving forward from something like that. And my biggest concern is, would they even be entertaining in the first place? Yeah, they would They would be kind of exciting because you would have the NBA players back, but some of the players would be so rusty, especially in that first round, to have no fans around. I'm sure they're not used to playing in environments like that outside of practice. So that would be kind of my um, one of my concerns with the NBA you know, resuming immediately, let's just say the playoffs start because they don't have enough time for the regular season. Well, with all the talk on Twitter, with NBA Twitter, there are so many championships that have an asterisk by it for whatever reason. And this this championship, whoever wins it, would definitely have a asterisk by it because of the break. And they'll be like, oh, you know, they had they had the uh, quarantine. They weren't able to practice. There'd be so many excuses and everything like that. So I wouldn't be mad if it didn't come back. But uh, I mean, we'll see. 
I don't know. I feel I'm like just over see, here talking see, about this stuff. See, I feel like there'd be so many what ifs if the season right. didn't come back. Um, Perry, do you have any specific what ifs you've thought about um, for the season? You know, if it were to not continue, I think one of the biggest ones for me anyway is you know, you know, what if the season doesn't continue and the Clippers basically traded away their next six years of draft picks for a Paul George and Kawhi Leonard rental or possibly LeBron James, you know, maybe this is the last year or one of the last two years he has the chance to win a championship. Well, I wouldn't worry too much about the Clippers just because, you know, with Kawhi Leonard, he gets enough as it is on a daily basis, you know, with low management. But <laughs> with LeBron James, that would be definitely a big question because they were – on fire, you know, just rolling. I just beat the Bucks. I just beat the Clippers, and then they come to a halt. And then let's say they come back and they don't win the NBA championship. All everybody's gonna be talking about is like they would have won it if they would have never had that break. So uh, that would be a big question. My biggest thing would be all the players that were hurt coming back and mm. being healthy again. That mm-hmm. would be my biggest question, like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I would say the Splash Brothers, but, you know, the Warriors were nowhere near <laughs> in contention for a playoff. Yeah, it, it's, it's, that the, it, it's those playoff teams. Right. But, like, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, that would be a big question mark because if they come back, they definitely have the talent to come out the East. Mm-hmm. So, and, being the, be a- and being at the seventh seed, I mean, I know they would have the Raptors, but – um, you know, Raptors without Kawhi Leonard versus Raptors with Kawhi Leonard, that's an entirely different story. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. That's barbecue chicken. A healthy <laughs> KD, Kyrie against the Raptors? Oh, yes, yeah, no pun intended, it's a rap. So, if the NBA does come back later on in the season, would you then expect probably a shorter season for next year, or what are you kind of envisioning for that? Uh, well, there's been a lot of talk about experimenting with the set and starting it on Christmas like how it did the last lockout season and then having it go later into the year. But my biggest question with that would be how does that affect Olympic play? Um, Mm. Because um, that would uh, clash with the scheduling for the Olympics, say like in 2024, uh, when the Olympic play usually starts around June or even a little bit before then, teams and players are getting – gearing up to get ready to play for Team USA. So I think that would be the only problem. But other than that, I think it would be a good experiment just because of the ratings, not having a battle with MLB, mm-hmm. uh, NFL. You really get straight NBA and going back to that lockout. And that was an amazing season. I feel like uh, a lot of people forget um, about how tuning everybody was. And it was Christmas Day. Of course, Christmas Day is a big day for the NBA. But when they came back, you know, having Miami, Dallas Mavericks, that was a uh, a big popular game that everybody wanted to watch. Hey, my so, man Derek Rose hit that buzzer beater. No, I think game winner with six seconds left. So <laughs> Don't remind me. My boy Kobe R.I.P. took the shot on the whole team. I'm, <laughs> I'm not forgetful. I remember. Hey, that was a classic season. And then my man and then my man went and tore his ACL at the end of the year. So. <laughs> back to reality. Yeah, we had to get back to But, you know, I just think that was a good um, season. And I think that's a good uh, something to look at and see how this season or the, the future seasons could be playing and starting on Christmas, but 
Uh, like I said, that Olympic play, that would be a big question. Yeah, and we've kind of talked about that before on, on this show and this podcast specifically about the NBA shortening their season in the future, you know, maybe to 72 or maybe to 65 games somewhere in there. Um, so this may present an avenue for them to be able to do something like that. Right. Now, Perry, the NBA, they've done a little bit to, um, you know, to hold fans over in the time of the absence of the NBA. One of those things, like you mentioned, being the Jordan doc, and we'll get to that in just a little bit. Another one of those being um, the NBA horse competition. Um, what did you think of that um, last week, Perry? I thought it was one of the most horrible things the <laughs> NBA has ever tried. I didn't even really tune into it, didn't bother. Hey, it, it looked good on paper. <laughs> who, who, who was it? One of those two? Something like that. <laughs> exactly. You don't even know. I'm not even mad about it, but uh, it was terrible. I, I felt I, bad. My, oh, I felt bad. My girl was in her her driveway on a spalding hoop that I'd go out and buy at Shields or something while while she's facing Chris Paul and his multi-million dollar court that he has set up in his backyard. Connection was terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the NBA is trying, and you got to commend them. Uh, some leagues, they don't even try to even fans with something going on like this, but the NBA definitely tried, but they definitely failed, too. <laughs> I was more entertained by the 2K tournament that they had. Mm-hmm. That was very entertaining to me just because I play 2K a lot, and then seeing the NBA players um, play 2K. Of course, the Phoenix Suns, DeAndre Ayton, and uh, Devin Booker ran the finals. You know, that team not having playoff success. Of course, you're going to be pretty good at 2K because you ain't got nothing else to do. You ain't on the court. <laughs> so, you know, that, Perry, that, it coming down to those two, it made sense. Hey, you beating any of those players on the sticks, Perry? I, it was funny is that the day before the the finals with DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker, I saw DeAndre Aiden in the park. Um, now they usually run whenever they see my username. They don't want no smoke with me, so hey, I don't know what it is. Hey, that's what I figured. Now, Perry, real quick, we have about a minute left here. Give me your 25 to 30 second uh, recap slash thoughts on the Jordan documentary. Uh, amazing. Uh, Jerry Krause is crazy. I see why. <laughs> I see why everybody's so upset, and definitely fits in with Space Jam. I need memes. Uh, with Mr. Swackhammer. Yeah, my God. But, uh, no, it's amazing. I can't wait. It's, it's definitely something that's good that's going to hold us over for five weeks. So definitely looking forward to it. I'm not really a TV show guy, but uh, it feels like I'm waiting for something every single week, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Yeah, you know, I could have stayed up watching that for um, the 10 hours straight if necessary. <laughs> Right. <laughs> or or at least, you know, I was hoping at at least a minimum it could be like five straight days, two hours apiece. But right. um, like you said, I guess it'll have to tie us over for five weeks. Uh, Perry, that's really all I have for you today. We're going to keep it short and simple, about 15 minutes. Um, it was good to talk to you one last time here on the Dropping Dimes podcast, but I appreciate you coming on here, um, giving me kind of your thoughts about the coronavirus, how it's impacted the NBA so far, about the Jordan documentary, and, and kind of what the NBA is going to do moving forward here. So, Perry, once again, appreciate you coming on the show. Anytime. Drip, drip, drop. Dropping dimes, dropping dimes. 
Baby Dame Dollar Head, trailblazing dimes everywhere. I don't want to boast, but I'm dropping dimes from coast to coast. Dropping dimes everywhere, like I just don't care. I'm dropping dimes on the bike, on the stairs. I'm even dropping dimes on my teddy bear. Dropping dimes.